Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome again to another podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. It's a new one. Uh, we decided to come up with something a little new. There's going to be a lot of different shows coming on to the EKN Radio Network over the next 12 months. But this is one that I've been thinking about bringing into the show. And again, my name is Rob Howden. Let's start with that. Uh, David Cole joining me as he always does. Brand new show, This Week in Carding. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to go to the EKN homepage. We're going to tell you about what the uh, the primary news stories that have come into the news desk, uh, press releases that have come out, essentially just giving all the EKN listeners a wrap-up of what's happened in the last week uh, in the sport of karting here in North America. It's going to be perfect for the morning commute. You can listen to it on the EKN radio network. You download the app to your mobile device. Of course, we'll get it up in the podcast form as well. Just a really good opportunity for, as I said, on the way to work, coming home from work, kind of just get everything brought together, what happened this week, and what we were putting up on the homepage uh, of the EKN website. Uh, again, big thank you to having everybody listen to us. They, the podcast has been going great. Uh, we love getting the feedback. One of the other things we're starting uh, now is we're going to start posting to Twitter and Facebook when we do have a podcast guest planned, get an opportunity to uh, to ask some questions that we'll then bring into the podcast. Well, David Cole, I know you've been busy at the EKN News Desk. Lots of great stuff coming in. Um, I would assume you'd probably like it to slow down just a little bit because we're getting ready to rock into Super Nationals uh, prep. You know, we'll be talking about our coverage, but you've got previews to do. Uh, I know you're going to WK this weekend. You'll be leaving. This is actually going to come out on Friday, uh, October the 26th. You're going to be, well, when this comes out, you're going to be flying to uh, to Charlotte for the final round of the WK Manufacturers Cup. But, dude, once you get home from that, it's hammer down. Super Nats time. I think I'll actually be landed because my flight's so damn early <laughs> True. tomorrow. True. Um, yes, it's it's been flat out. Um, we thought we had a little bit of a break in October, but it's just been nonstop action. Um as there's a lot going on within the industry and in sport in general, uh, obviously with the international events that we've had at the beginning of the month and, and now moving into the WK finale this weekend. And then of course, November is, is uh rock the Rio and super Nats. So uh, lots going on uh, in the sport. Uh, maybe we'll get some uh, rest when Christmas comes. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we do get a little bit of a breather uh, after the super Nats. Of course that leads right into Thanksgiving, a couple of days off long weekend and then really, through the month of December, we're focused just on getting ready uh, for the new season. Obviously, the Scusa Winter Series kicks things off. The WK Manufacturers Cup fires up, as does Road Racing and Dirt um, at WK Cart Week at Daytona. Then, of course, the Florida Winter Tour Challenge of the Americas. And we're right back in uh, at it again January, February, March. But again, David, as I said, hoping maybe for things to slow down <laughs> in terms of of the work you do to make uh, sure all the news gets up on the, on the homepage onto EKN and of course shared out onto our social media channels as well. But man, still lots and lots coming in. And I think let's, let's kick off this week in carding our episode number one, first ever episode of this new podcast. One of the big news items that came out, David was the announcement that Supercarts USA and IAMI were ready to begin distribution of their first units of the IAMI Scusa shifter engine. The SSE, it's now here in North America. Uh, they're going to be able to get the orders rolling out of the IME USA headquarters. You know, this is this is essentially the future of Supercarts USA's gearbox uh, program moving forward, at least a component of it. I would expect that we're going to see 
the stock Honda still have a, a place in regional racing, whatever it may be, not obviously on the national level in years to come, but um, really this is it, right? This is the first wave of these SSE engines coming in. And that was kind of some big news that hit the, uh, the airwaves this, this week. Yeah, we're still waiting to see uh, people posting any photos of the engine and, and, and or maybe testing stuff that, you know, we, we haven't seen that. But again, everybody's kind of focused on Supernats. So uh, I don't think you're going to see really a lot of um, uh, media or not or social media hype about the engine until after the Supernats. I mean, I mean, you're going to hear some talk about it throughout the paddock, of course, but um, really, we're not going to get a get a grasp of this engine until after then yeah i think you're bang on um and again like not even till next year really is that engine coming into the pro shifter ranks on i believe the winter series and the pro tour i'm assuming it'll probably be the same for the pro kart challenge we'll we're going to try to set up an interview with tom kutcher uh, before we head into the super nats we obviously did one with garrett potter for rock the rio i really want to make sure that we're able to get tom on a podcast to talk about the biggest race in the sport uh but yeah, you, you know, pro shifter for the engine in 2019, being told master shifter will follow in 2020. Uh, we're not going to see much, David. I, th- I think you're right because, yeah, they may bolt them on and start testing. But right now, with the stock Honda still for pro shifter and master shifter at the Supernats, that's the focus, right? That, that excuse me. Oh, that's <clears throat> sorry about that, man. Oh. I got some lung butter. I thought I got rid of it. Um, the, uh, yeah, again, it just, there's still that question of, and I think we're going to find out more at the California pro cart challenge banquet this weekend. Uh, you know, because we, we know Tom likes to make these random announcements and I think he's really going to, he's going to let everybody know, Hey, this is what we're doing for 2019. So I think there we might, we might learn a little bit about what shifter engines are going to be utilized, uh, at the regional program. Uh, you know, can am's already kind of been opened up a little bit, um, so I have no, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the SSE engine is going to be right, brought in right away. Uh, you know, Texas pro cart challenge, you know, what are they going to do? Um, their numbers have been, you know, so, so obviously we've talked about it over and over again. The, the shifter numbers aren't what they used to be when, when the, when the Texas pro cart challenge started. Um, a lot of it has to do with the uncertainty of the Honda engine. And a lot of it has to do with just guys just not racing anymore. So, uh, will this spark some more regional racing down there? Uh, and and how will the numbers look in the Masters category, knowing with people knowing they have one final year, essentially, with the Honda engine? And see, that that's my kind of take on this, is that, is that I think it's wide open. I really believe that, you know, Scusa, their best bet would be to say, hey, listen, what do you guys want to run? We're gonna we're running this new motor because it's our future. There's no doubt about that. Um, we're gonna run it in Pro Shifter for a year. Let those guys, you know, let, let the drivers and the top mechanics and the teams let them beat on the engine. If there's any areas that we want to fix on it or update, we can do that after they've been able to really kind of ring it out a little bit. You know, put it in the hands of the pros. Let's find out if there's any liabilities and we can fix those, and then of course move into the masters and the other categories afterwards. But I still believe that. That, that it would be wise for them to still offer the stock Honda. If, if there's a people that want to come and play, they should be able to come and play. You know, obviously, Scusa had a S3 category, S1, S2, S3, and the S4 classes, but they have the S3 class, which is essentially the rookie stock Honda category. Pretty easy to have your pros running the, the IAMI SSE and have everybody else still coming in on the, um, 
with with a stock Honda if they want. So I would not be surprised to see a stock Honda category everywhere still in 2018. Uh, I mean, rather 2019 and even in 2020. I think that uh, I think that this is something that's not going to go away. People will ask me what's going to happen to the stock Honda, David. You and I both know it's not going to go away. It's still going to be club level at certain areas. It's still going to be regional level uh, at other areas, street racing. And it's going to be big in road racing still, too. That's still an engine that uh, that rocks on the road courses. Well, road, yeah, road racing is going to be one where it's going to stay around. And, and you're right. I think it's going to be here for the foreseeable future. Uh, it's not going to go away because, like you said, it's a great package for these novice shifter cart racers. Like you said, the S3 category. We're seeing uh, big numbers always at the LAKC and California Pro Kart Challenge uh, because they're, they're that's where they're bringing new people into the sport is this S3 category. A lot of these, you know, you're going to get them at club tracks, but there's not any regional anywhere outside California that are bringing novice shifters out to, uh, to sprint racing. So um, that, that I think, yeah, I think club level wise, the Honda package will be the way to go. It's kind of like the leopard. I think that's something we can learn from when, when the transition went from the leopard to the X 30, a lot of these club guys grabbed up these $1,000 leopards just sitting out there re- ready to be taken. So, um, the, again, I, it's something we're going to wait and see. But I think, I think Honda will be around. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to estimate five more years at least. Yeah, you know what? And, and maybe even longer. Exactly right. Because even if parts become scarce, there's going to be all these engines out there that they're going to be able to scavenge for parts if you wanted. So, anyways... This is this week in karting. This is we're talking about all the stuff that's hit the EKN website over the last uh, you know seven to ten days. We're going to try to make it a, a weekly podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining us here today, David. Let's move on to the next piece uh, that uh, that hit the airwaves uh, just a couple days ago, actually, and that was the fact that the Dan Weldon Award, uh, which was a big part of the Florida Winter Tour for so many years. You know, of course, Dan ra- raced down there. He he raced uh, in a number of uh, Super Nationals as well. It's actually going to be uh, awarded this year at the Super Nationals on Super Sunday. And I think that's really fitting. You know, Dan, of course, loved running at the Super Nats. So I got a chance to go back and look at a couple of the interviews that I did with him, that, that other people did, that Honda did. And he just talked about how much he loved racing against the young guns in Supercarts USA. Loved getting out there and battling with them. And, and of course, we, we lost Dan so many years ago. Uh, but this award always, you know, the concept behind the award was to celebrate what he brought to the sport. And I think it's super cool uh, that uh, Mike Marini and the crew have decided to bring it to the, the Super Nationals. We'll award it on Super Sunday in the, in the opening ceremonies. I think it's tremendous. Um, let me set up a little bit about, for those of you who may not know about the Dan Weldon Award, what to, you know what the criteria is. Over the years, some, some amazing people have won it. Jim Russell Jr., uh, Alan Rudolph, um, George Arellano from Ocala, Ben Cooper, Garrett Potter, Rubens Barrichello, the most recent winner uh, of this award. Essentially, uh, the criteria is they're looking for someone in the karting industry. Of course, drivers are prominent in any series, but you know they're also looking for individuals like parents, tuners, mechanics, coaches, team managers, event promoters, media, you know, track owners, importers, People in the industry, people that uh, are in the sport, and and they're looking for people that are ambassadors of the sport, always willing to help. You know, someone that brings smiles to the face of Carter just makes the sport better. So it's not just drivers or mechanics; it's really available to to anybody in the uh, in the sport. But David, your thoughts? Pretty cool, you know, for them to uh, to bring it to the Super Nats. I think 
it's kind of a bipartisan event, even though it's a scoozer race. It really, from the very beginning, when Jim Murley and Don Janowski rolled it out back in the late 90s, it was called the U.S. Open of shifter cart racing. It was the idea was to have everybody come in. I think that's still the case with the Supernats. It's it still is. Uh it's it's a global event, really. I mean, when you yeah. look at it now, uh, it wasn't so much when it began, but now it's become, you know, essentially a global event. You know, some people in Europe still may not recognize it and keep scheduling races on top of it. Uh but again, it's it's a global event. It brings together a lot of racers, a lot of guys who don't race Scusa typically. Are, are coming in. I mean, we're talking 500 drivers from around the world. So it's, uh, yeah. you know, Super Sunday is a great stage to uh, to present this award uh, because obviously, again, everybody who's in the industry is there. Even if they're even yep. if they're uh, you know a team that's not racing, they're there. If they have the the uh, um, industry row with uh, you know number of different companies that are there, so it's just. It's a massive event, and it's it's the big stage. It's our big stage in, in North America, and it's a great uh, opportunity to present the award during Super Sunday. Yeah, I'm excited. Of course, I host Super Sunday as I have for for, uh, for 21 years now, um, and it'll be exciting to have Mike up there. He'll uh, of course name the the uh, the winner. They'll get a personalized trophy. Uh, they have a copy of Michael Voorhees's photo book, uh, Dan Weldon Lionheart. And there'll be uh, some swag uh, coming from from Bell Helmets as they as they sponsor the award. We're going to actually throw some stuff in, uh, some product in for eCardyNews.com as well because uh, I, I believe in the program. I was always a pleasure getting a chance to talk to Dan at the races, and it was fun having him there out there battling out with the drivers, whether he was running shifter or if he was running tag. Um, just always fun to have him out there. So, David, moving on here. This weekend, karting doesn't happen every week, but you dug in pulled out the the Excel spreadsheet and went to work adding more uh, results in. The EKN driver rankings, an update uh, release going into the Supernats to find out who is going to win our essentially number one ranked driver of the year program for 2018. Of course, uh, finishing the season after the Supernats with the number one position in the driver rankings also comes with a brand new Bell helmet. Big thank you to uh, Chris Wheeler and everybody at Bell Racing USA for being uh, our partner on the EKN driver rankings. Uh, David Stock Honda, man, it's uh, it's pretty tight up top, but uh, Billy Musgrave still looking good as number one. Yeah, Billy Musgrave, last year's Super Nationals winner, uh, continues to uh, to put down results. Obviously, was in contention this season for the Pro Tour Championship. Just uh, came up short, not really able to produce at Newcastle. So I think he he has a little bit of vengeance behind him right now to to go back into Super Nats and, and defend. And it's something we, we typically have not seen uh, in that category uh, at the Super Nationals. So that'll be interesting. You know, the, the advantage is a little bit more than 100 points over Nick LaDuke. Uh, LaDuke, we, uh, I was able to get a hold of, and he has confirmed he's not racing pro shifter. So uh, he's going to lose his results from last year, which should put him outside the, the top five, maybe even the top 10 of the rankings at the end of the season. So he's going to be racing KZ um in in vegas and that's the interesting note and a couple of people have messaged me recently about about the driver rankings wondering where their where their driver went from the, from the rankings or why they fell people have to realize our driver rankings is a sliding 12 month scale so you don't get to keep last year's supernats so what happens is 12 months so when david does the calculations to see who's going to win overall the national number rather the uh, the number one ranking 
our driver of the year from EKN, you lose last year's uh, Super Nats and gain this year. So, you know, Billy Musgrave looking good, David, with that big win last year. If something happens in the main, that could blow things wide open. You know, I know that Kyle Wick's back. Kyle Wick P3, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, if if Musgrave should happen to falter at all, Super Sunday, uh, you have Kyle Wick there who's going to make his second uh, pro shifter start at the Super Nationals because he made his debut there in Vegas last year. Uh, Wick was a top six contender last year in his debut, you know, racing with Paulo DeCanto. Uh, and all yeah. the other top guns and in, in pro shifters. So uh, Wick definitely has a, the opportunity to to sneak up and maybe steal the number one position, depending on what happens. Isn't that crazy? It, I, I mean, it <laughs> is. That? It really is. Yeah. But again, Wick, well, he's only two less than two hundred points behind, right? Yeah. And or just over two, just over uh, less almost. than two. No, just over two. <laughs> he's got sixty eight fifty seven, <laughs> less than two hundred. Do your math. Yeah. Do your you math. know what? Dude, you're my ma- well, that's why I hired you. You're the well, math you were, major. You were me. saying it. I was going to get math. into it. Uh, math is hard. Math is, math is hard. hard. I, that's the other T-shirt I need. Math is hard. Um, <laughs> we should get one. But yeah, the uh, I mean, it's you know he's he won on the pro tour already. Uh, he's got yep. I believe three podiums over the six races. So uh, it it would it could be no surprise to see him up top. And so close behind him as well, Jake French. Uh, not quite sure yet if he's going to be racing at the Supernats. Rory Vandersteer, who's been on an absolute tear this year, uh, moving from S2 to S1 this year, the pro category. Um, he's He's got six, 68-26. He, he's just over 200 points behind himself. It's just so, so close. And again, I like it. Let's, you you got to go to the Supernats. You got to get the job done. Billy did it last year. Got the S1 win. Put him to P1 and gave him that little bit of a gap. You got to you got to perform in Vegas this year if you want to hold the spot, right? For sure. And you know, talking about going back to French, you know, talking with him, you know, he's going to be in Vegas. He's there. They're just not sure if it's going to be Pro Shifter or KZ. So uh, I think okay, I All think right. either we'll find out when we get there, or we'll find out uh, during our entry list if he happens to pre-enter. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see what their plans are uh, when they hit Vegas next month. Again, this is our first episode of the This Week in Carding podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Let's move now to the tag rankings, David, that uh, that you released uh, this week. Uh, pretty impressive top five. Five different states, regions, four different chassis and teams all in that top five. And it's only a 50-point difference up front between Ryan Norberg and Samuel Lupian. Yeah, not to mention two countries. I forgot to put that in with uh, Lupian being Canadian. Uh, oh, Canada. He is the obviously the top Canadian sitting there in the second spot. You know, Norberg's kind of led the uh, the standings all season long. Uh, now a three-time Scusa Pro Tour champion. Uh, but again, it all is going to boil down to, uh, to Super Sunday. Lupian was runner-up last year, so that's a solid result for him where Norberg was, was fifth after I had not projected him <laughs> to be on the podium. I was holding back on so, that. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to see what happens, uh, you know, in Vegas. Between, I mean, really, a position or two here or there between those guys could could define who ends up as a number one driver at the end of the year. And again, you know, just over two hundred points or yeah, two hundred points back is Dante Yu, who is, of course. Super impressive right now as well, coming off uh, a big run at uh, at Lancaster. And 
I'll tell you, you said it, David. It's the Supernats, right? It's and, and with eighty something drivers in the field, uh, you struggle. You know, even though Ryan, of course, has this the uh, guaranteed Super Sunday starting spot with his championship in the Pro Tour. Man, you know what? You have a struggle. You have a couple of bad heats, and you you find yourself at the tail of the field. That could change everything when it comes to the rankings. And again, cool that the Supernats has gone back to that that one off race. Right? It's no longer it's no longer part of the Pro Tour. You don't have in your mind, hey, I got I'm trying to race for a championship. Maybe I don't go for the win at the Supernat, so I get the title. Uh, it's wide open, no worries. Uh, get at it. Uh, and Ryan Norberg, as you said, David, you did not pick him in your predictions to be in the top five. Uh, of course, everybody at PSL took offense to that. We got a a, a ripping from uh, from um, Stefan St. Charles, which I love. That's good ribbing. Uh, but you you know what? You came with your pick, honestly, because he hadn't had that success at the Supernats top five last year. That kind of bodes a little better for him this time around, does it not? Well, it's only his it's going to be his third start ever at the Supernats. Yeah. You know, last year was his second start. So I was, you know, I was playing uh, experience over yeah. over talent. Well, not really talent, but experience over uh, momentum. So um, and sometimes momentum wins over experience. Uh, well, well, we'll see because Dante, you again, won Lancaster last year and then going and then super Sunday flips. Uh, so Dante, you know, kind of has a a thing out for super Nats and, you know, maybe he's going to be, uh, coming at it with vengeance as well too. So, uh, you know, you know, those, those three, all three of those guys too, as well, as you mentioned, have, uh, guaranteed spots on super Sunday. So no matter what happens, they'll be in the final. Yeah, indeed. And Dante, you to add, he flipped and kept going. That's what I love. Remember, he flipped the cart back over, hopped back in the thing and kept going. So Ryan Norberg, uh, Samuel Lupi, and Dante, you first, second, third now in the in the tag rankings of the, the EK and driver rankings presented by Bell Helmets USA. Uh, Brandon Jarsakrak in fourth and Alex Bertignoli in fifth. None of those drivers out of it still, depending on what happens on Super Sunday. Folks, we're going to go to our first break on this first episode, the inaugural edition of This Week in Karting here on the EKN Radio Network. Stick with us. More news from the front page of EKN when we come back. From coast to coast, Miami has become the two-cycle engine of choice for American karting. Starting with the air-cooled 60cc Swift engine and moving through to the incredible X30 power plant, Miami is providing much-needed stability for the sport. The Swift and X30 engines are the backbone of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Pro Car Challenge Series, as well as the USPKS, the Route 66 Sprint Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. We're thrilled to introduce the new Miami KA100 Rejet engine with a special introductory price of just $16.95 until the end of February. The new engine is getting rave reviews and will be part of the USPKS, Route 66, and WKA Man Cup programs in 2018. Watch for more regions of the country to get on board with this new formula. We have two distribution centers in the U.S. to serve you well. Miami East in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Miami West in Temecula, California. The momentum is continuing to build, so it's time to make an investment in stabilizing your engine program. For more information on Miami, head to the website for your region. MiamiUSAEast.com or MiamiUSAWest.com. 
Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. Welcome back to the inaugural episode of This Week in Karting. Thank you so much for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, the news desk manager of EKN. David, some really cool news coming out of Texas, actually. Um, you know, we've, we've had this gap of no races. Man, I was going stir-crazy. Uh, I already am going stir-crazy. You know, watched. I don't usually watch Formula One because I don't want to get up early. I, you know, I just social media blows up, so I don't tape it. Um, but of course, it was in Texas. It was at Coda F1 for the U.S. Grand Prix. I ended up watching a majority of that race. I was also watching a couple other things. One of the cool things that happened, now F4 and F3 were racing there as well. Sabre Cook was there running her F4. But the coolest deal is she was a part, a part of a competition that weekend, the Infinity uh, Engineering Academy uh, for 2018. Sabre Cook, uh, who is, of course, you know, top driver, has been for many years, uh, you know, a, a champion uh, in the S2 category for Supercarts USA. Dude, she, like a mechanical engineering student from Colorado, uh, she wins the Infinity Engineering Academy 2018, the, the USA component. Uh, absolutely unbelievable. She's going to get a six-month work placement with the Renault F1 team in England, and then a further six months at the Infinity Technical Center in Europe. What an opportunity for Sabra, who is, number one, a fantastic driver, but man, this she knows her stuff when it comes to mechanical engineering and to get that opportunity. Such a tremendous uh, accomplishment, and then what an experience coming her way. Well, yeah, it's it's a great avenue for a lot of the kids who are in karting right now to, to kind of look at. the percentages are very, very, very low, very, you know, it's kind of like winning that uh, mega millions uh, in order to be an F1 driver. It really is. And, and so to go at it behind, you know, on the other side of the fence as a, as a engineer is probably the best route to be involved in motorsports throughout your life. And, you know, obviously we've, we've seen Sabre grow up from, from cadets all the way through and, you know, be a, a Scusa Pro Tour champion, and we knew when she got to school that uh, she was she was going to be going at it as hard as she did with racing. So um, she's really put a lot of emphasis emphasis into uh, her education, and it's certainly paying off to be involved in racing and education at the same time. And this program just hits both, and and obviously is going to spark maybe a, a great uh, career for her. 
Yeah, you know, Sabre is such an impressive young woman, just 24 years of age. And to be able to get connected with the Renault F1 team, she's going to go work there for six months. You, you got to believe she's going to, you think she'd try to keep her racing career going, but at this point, probably all in in terms of uh, becoming a, you know, a, a, a mechanic, an engineer, whatever it may be, uh, with one of these big Formula One teams. And I think uh, we, we're going to get her on for a podcast coming in, in the near future because this is such an an unbelievable uh, accomplishment for her actually uh, was awarded and announced by F1 Renault driver, Nico Hulkenberg. He was in, they were in pit lane at Austin at the, at the, uh, the circuit of the Americas on the weekend during the Grand Prix. And you can imagine her mind that weekend, right? She's going to go race in the F4 all weekend long, but to have that accomplishment happen beforehand, she must've been on a high just for the entire weekend in Texas. Well, she actually got a hard charger of the weekend. Uh, yeah. She had some issues in qualifying, wasn't able to, to complete a lap. And I think she passed what it was 33 cars uh, over the two races that uh, the F4 series had uh, during the weekend. Pretty impressive run for her. She's uh, did some racing on the road to Indy, moved over and did some racing in F4 as well. And again, what a great way to cap off. As you said, I think someone ran over her, uh, some contact in the first lap of qualifying. She ended up having to start at the tail of a, a pretty deep field in F4 and, and sliced her way forward. And as you said, she was the hard charger, which was uh, very, very impressive. Moving on to some more news that we had on the EKN homepage here this past week. Uh, you know, one of the things, David, we've been watching is... Uh, well, first off, the news that um, Sarah Fisher and her husband, Andy O'Gara, had uh, purchased Whiteland Raceway Park uh, in Indianapolis. Super cool to see these people that are so focused or so dedicated to the sport. IndyCar, they've got the indoor track in Speedway, Indiana, but they come in and buy Whiteland when there was a possibility it may go away. I think they were worried that maybe some development uh, was, was going to come in. They roll in. Not only do they buy it. But, dude, they did a massive quick facelift on that place, and it looks tremendous. And the plans they have to roll out, it's it's just going to give that region another tremendous racetrack. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the oldest uh, karting facilities that we have uh, in in the United States. So uh, to have it go away would have been very, you know, there's tons and tons, hundreds and hundreds of racers in the Indiana area, Indianapolis area that have, have started at Whiteland. You know, this was well before, you know, Newcastle was around in 2004. So a lot of these racers who are, you know, maybe not in the sport anymore, but are still in motorsports or or began there and their kids now are just getting into it. You know, it's it's a great place. It's a grassroots facility. It's really what it is. Yeah. Uh, and we like those, too. Right. It's, it, it's great to have the major national programs for sure. The big tracks. But our sport still needs those awesome club-level boring racetracks where you can get out there in a 206 or a Yamaha or a 100cc tag and, and just get at it, right? Exactly. Um, you know, that that's what you you need for the sport to grow. I mean, again, if we could get 100 racers at all the, all the little tracks that we have across the country, I mean, the pool for national-level racing would be so much larger. No doubt. So let's go from the news, of course, that was a couple of weeks back, obviously, the, that uh, the Whiteland Raceway Park was uh, being purchased by Andy and Sarah. The news this week was they had a big race. They decided to throw a money race out there and uh, a gr- thousand to win. Uh, and the cool news that we got was, you know, VME Cart USA, which is based in Indiana. Uh, they were able to score the win. 
in the 206 category uh, with Eric Fagan. He was able to get the the victory, the reopening of Whiteland Raceway Park. Got a chance to chat with Andy Gernand uh, a little bit about it. Fagan was actually using their 30 mil America chassis. It's the, it's the, it's the chassis that VME Kart USA uses for 100cc and tag applications. Of course, Vincent Lorenzo Mandarino, the designer and the manufacturer of that, uh, that VME Kart. We've seen it really start to take Root here this year. They've won some championships. Chase Gardner got some titles. Eric Jackson's been driving it. Uh, but they end up winning this 206 race at Whiteland, a $1,000 payday on their 30 mil chassis, even though they have a new purpose built 206 chassis in development. So look for that from VME Car. But that was some of the news that hit uh, EKN this past week, them winning uh, both Eric Fagan and, of course, VME Car USA with a big victory. 1000 bucks, dude. Not too bad uh, for some 206 work at Whiteland. Not at all. I I take that any day of the week. Right. And, of course, Fagan is a WKA champion and uh, one of the top drivers in the Briggs & Stratton weekly racing series uh, standing. So, uh, you know, Fagan's no slouch, definitely knows how to to wheel a cart. And definitely he's been in a number of different chassis brands. So uh, uh, he's typically one to be able to put it right at the front. Not surprising that uh, those of you who have obviously come to eCartingNews.com every morning just to check out what the what the hottest thing, what's going on. You're looking at the, the top stories, checking out the Newswire. One of the things, David, that came in through the Newswire for us was, and we expect to have them rolling in regularly now, was CRG Nordam confirming their European lineup for the Scusa Supernats. You know, it's we see a regular run of releases coming in where teams announce which drivers are with them, who's going to be in Las Vegas. Um, and we find out what, what Europeans are coming over. CRG, of course, bringing over Paulo DeCanto once again. The he'll race with uh, CRG Nordam in the KZ category, your 2016 and 2017 winner. Uh, Pedro Hiltbrand is going to be running in both X30 and, I believe, Pro Shifter. And Kalen Bradshaw coming back again to run X30 Senior. He'll join uh, guys like Caden Gray, Brendan Baker, Olin Galley coming back as well. He was a top five guy last year. Uh, Tyler Maxson will be driving for CRG Nordam in the junior category. Aiden O'Neill. Of course, we'll see Liam Snyder, Max Hewitt, Kyle Wick, Rod Clenard, all racing under the CRG Nordam tent in the shifter card categories. And I'm told this guy named Matt Jaskell coming back as well. So excited to see Matt come out and, and, and go racing once again. Anytime Matt comes and races, he doesn't race regularly. But when he puts together a program and comes to the Supernats, he always seems to do well. I'm going to schedule a podcast with Matt next week, get a chance to talk to Matt a little bit about racing and about, of course, what he did on the uh, the Castaways uh, reality TV show. We'll talk about that a bit. But, David, again, not surprising, this week in karting, we get hit with uh, our really one of our first kind of driver lineup press releases, CRG, bringing some big dogs over to Kanto, trying to come back and go you know three for three. Yeah, one of the major uh, driver releases that we've seen uh, because, you know, again, like we talked about earlier, this is a worldwide event. A lot of the chassis manufacturers are going to bring some of their top guns uh, into Vegas and especially in the KZ category, try and steal that 10 grand and give Tom Kutcher a new helmet to put up on the uh, on the mantle. But, uh, you know, this is very this could be a historic uh, event for DeCanto. You know, coming in now as a three-time winner in the KZ category, winning in 2014 as well in his uh, farewell race with Burrell Art uh, before moving to CRG Factory. You know, ironically, Gary Carlton is the is the only driver to beat DeCanto in the last four years. So, 
very interesting um, dynamic to see uh, if DeCanto can join Connor De Felipe as the only driver to win four times at the Super Nationals. Great, yeah, great stat there. You're right, uh, Connor De Felipe doing it uh, many years ago. Of course, Connor now a uh, very successful professional sports car driver. But yeah, DeCanto looking for uh, for race win number four. Uh, and in fact, it would be the third in the row. So CRG Nordam stacking things up. They got a fantastic group of guys uh, being told by you and Jeffrey that there are uh, over 30 drivers under the tent at the moment for CRG Nordam. So they're coming guns a blazing, dude. It's going to be, uh, you know, Supernats is what, less than a month away. And uh, man, I'm, uh, I'm excited to get out there. It'll be the 22nd edition. I've been Privileged to announce all 21 before that, uh, back for number 22. We've got some great plans for our coverage that we'll get into in another podcast. But, uh, wow, dude, lots, lots coming up for sure. Super Nats is going to be big. All right. David says no comment there. Um, Always. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Take another drink of water. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's go to our last commercial break uh, on this initial edition uh, of This Week in Carding. Uh, again, Rob Howden and David Cole with you here. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the podcasts that we knocked out this uh, this past week because we're really ramping things up here on the EKN Radio Network. We'll give you a scoop on what's coming up on EKN as well. Stay with us. More to come. Episode number one of This Week in Carding. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race... Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge. The dedicated spirit of every Briggs and Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Are you ready to get the 2018 season started? If you're like us, we're ready to get out of the snow and back to the track. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry. With over 50 years of combined karting experience, we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, and of course, our championship-winning Merlin chassis. If you're ready to take your racing to the next level, come join us at Team FMS. We've been supplying racers with start-to-finish support at race events for many years, from providing a helping hand at a weekday test outing or a club event to full arrive-and-drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. For 2018, we'll be attending the Scusa Winter Series and Pro Tour, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the Route 66 Karting Series. For all things karting, visit... FranklinCart.com. Welcome back to our first episode of This Week in Karting here on the EKN Radio Network. Of course, David Cole, uh, the news desk manager at EKN. He runs the show. Uh, so David gave us an opportunity and uh, I, of course, helped out with uh, all the news that was hitting the EKN homepage over the last week. We're going to try to make this uh, podcast uh, a weekly addition to the EKN Radio Network may not get one around the Supernats because it's going to be a little crazy. We'll be doing the debriefs, and um, but things will get back to normal when we, when we get into December. Um, David, let's uh, let's jump into our EKN podcast review. Man, we knocked a bunch of them out here this past week. We had a chance. I had a chance to talk with uh, Nick Tucker. 
with Greg Jasperson, with Garrett Potter. Uh, Nick Tucker and I chatted a lot about uh, his team and kind of what that program's done. And man, just they, they're winning races, they're developing drivers. And one of the cool things I thought, you know, and Nick was kind of, was kind of standoffish about it. Didn't want to say too much really about it. Not, didn't commit to too much, but he's working on a full size, full size prototype for the nitro cart program. And really that does seem like a logical evolution for what they're doing. It's, it's the next step uh, from what he began as a cadet only focus, uh, not only chassis, but race team. Um, you know, the race team expanded to welcoming senior and junior drivers to, to their driver development program. And now, obviously, with with the cadet chassis that they have under the nitro ban- nitro cart banner, uh, you know, full size is, is the next step. Um, it's uh, you know, it's it's the evolution of a chassis brand. I mean, it, most of the time you see them start with a senior full size and then they work their way down right. to cadet. So yeah, exactly. uh, Tucker's going the opposite direction. So uh, it it's interesting. And again. This weekend at the WKA race, uh, they actually have the opportunity to win the Manufacturers Cup Series trophy for uh, winning wow. the most races on the season. So we'll see if uh, they'll be able to lock that up this weekend at their home track. Another cool thing that Nick and I talked about was the fact that he, you know, we, we talked about the, the development of the, the prototype for junior and senior, but they also have the kid cart now. And we chatted a bit about the fact that uh, Delana Harvick had posted on social media that Kevin Harvick's son, Keelan, actually out like he's been obviously driving little electric carts around their place in North Carolina, but they had him out at GoPro in a nitro cart kid cart too. So maybe Harvick's just got to retire, stop racing cup, take care of the kid, bring Keelan up the ranks. I'm sure it probably won't happen until he's eight. Maybe, maybe once he <laughs> yeah, gets probably. through kid cart, then uh, you know, after Harvick <laughs> wins, maybe, I mean, I believe he has the opportunity to win another championship this year. So uh, yeah. we'll see. Uh, good. We'll see. Uh, from there, Nick Tucker, we had a great podcast. I had a chance to talk to Greg Jasperson and, and David, this is something we both wanted to get in. We weren't able to make the trek to the cup carts, North America, grand nationals this year. We were in Lancaster for the streets of Lancaster race, tremendous event that we always love to attend. Uh, but I got a chance to talk to Greg. We just posted, uh, the report that, that he helped to uh, get us some information that race report now up on e-carding news, uh, very topical here on this week in carding. Just an awesome opportunity to talk to Greg. He's so well-spoken. I always enjoy speaking with him. And, David, they, they've they got a program going there. That thing, only in the second year, almost 200 entries. I have a sneaking feeling that race is going to explode as a season-ending 206 event. Would you agree? I would think so. It's kind of right at the right time. October, a lot of the club races or programs have already kind of completed their season. Um, I mean, hell, it was snowing in Canada. So I, I really don't understand why all those guys that race up in Canada, up in Edmonton and, and Calgary and all that area, why they haven't made the trek down to this race. <laughs> I mean, it's snowing up there. Get the hell away from it. Indiana is at least 50 degrees, if not 60 on a good day. So uh, but it, it's a really it's it's about, you know, again, it's a grassroots uh, Grand Nationals. It's about bringing everybody together. It's kind of like the SCCA runoffs. It's, it really is. It's turning into that uh, only after two years. Uh, it's a great place to gather. It's a great racetrack, obviously, with Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, you have all the amenities there. So that makes you feel at home and welcome. And the crew that Jasperson is able to put together and put on the event, you know, tons of prizes, awards, 
etc. So it's a it's a win win. So those of you who are listening in, you know that on the EKN Radio Network, uh, we're constantly replaying these stuff. Uh, we're David and I are recording here on Thursday, October the 25th. This podcast, of, of course, coming out on Friday uh, for the first time. All these podcasts are going to eventually be available as single podcasts as well through the website or through Podbean. But if you've downloaded the EKN Radio app, you're able to listen to, the, to them today on Thursday as we uh, do this podcast, record this podcast. We're streaming all uh, the the replays of my Nick Tucker podcast, Jasperson Potter. Uh, make sure that you're looking at the page on EKN. We have the schedule there. David usually gets two or three or four days in advance booked up, so you'll know what when you can to listen if you're trying to pick up one particular podcast. But uh, David, bang on with, with the Jasperson deal and the and the Cup Carts North America. You know, one thing you and I talk about, we've seen for many years, year after year, and it's a fact. Numbers bring numbers, right? So last year they had 145. They bumped to almost 200 this year. This is going to be one of those uh, can't miss races. You don't, you know, you, you don't want to miss it next year. I, I'm going to say 250, potentially 275 next year. I would expect more Canadians are going to come down. A couple of guys did. Mark Steele came down. Um, I believe Steve McAvoy came down. Jamie MacArthur came down from Ontario to run. I think you're going to see more guys from Canada come down as well. This is a race, I think, that's just starting to, to fuel up because you're right. It's a very much like the SCCA runoffs. It's that you know kind of festival for 206. There's great racing throughout the summer. Battle of the Brickyard, Quincy, Rock Island, whatever it may be. But, man, this race, I think, is, I think it's perfectly positioned. Greg's going to move it to the first week of October uh, in 2019. This thing is going to explode. That's my feeling, at least. I'm even going to challenge those KPX guys to come out too, because Do it. Again, you got, you got, you know, what over, you know, probably 150 to 200 racers out there in California. Hey, get it. Find somebody with a big hauler and load all the truck, all the carts in and, and haul out to, uh, to Newcastle for a good time. Cause well, yeah, again, David Vasquez came out, right, Dave? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. uh, you know, you know, hopefully he'll be able to go back, tell everybody about it. And, uh, you know, again, a lot of these people have never, a lot of these racers have never been to Newcastle. So this is, this is the, the great opportunity to come and race at one of the greatest tracks we have in this country. Yeah, it's a bucket list facility for sure. And someone's got to come out to battle Colin Warren and Gary Lawson. Like, because listen, you and I are going to race and it's not going to be us. No, so. <laughs> no, I, I, I can, I can guarantee with a hundred percent certainty, I will not be as fast as Gary Lawson or Colin Warren. <laughs> No, we, but we are going to go. David and I are going to be there next year. We're going to race. I look forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a great, uh, a great interview with Greg Jasperson. The final interview that I did that we that we had on the EKN Radio Network was with Garrett Potter, uh, who is the is the lead guy for Rock Cup USA. He and I talked about the Rock Cup International Final a little bit, how well the Americans uh, and drivers that race in America did over at South Guard. He wasn't able to make the trek. Not surprising. With uh, the Rock the Rio event just uh, a month away, that's their big race for the for Rock drivers. They're going to be at the Rio. Well, I think it's a, is it the f- first week of November? Is that what it is? Last week of October, first week of November. They're there for Halloween. I know that. So um, that event just around the corner as well. We previewed that a bit. Previewed a little bit about the 2019 season. What's coming? Um, Garrett obviously trying to build that program. Right. They've got the Florida Winter Tour, but he's doing what he can to see if they can't get that program growing other places around the country well we've seen we've seen the numbers increase uh you know the next yeah as you said halloween 
uh, is when things begin at the Rock the Rio. Uh, there are over 200 drivers already. Um, so that that event is definitely uh, on the rise in its debut um, from the Mac, you know, if you compare it to the max speed version of it. Uh, so, you know, the challenging Americas was up every race, you know, we're getting to see more, uh, rock racers at, at club and regional programs. So the numbers are growing for, uh, for the rock program in North America, Canada program as well, too. So, uh, a lot, lot, a lot of positives, uh, in 2018 for rock cup USA. Let's, uh, just a, a quick preview of podcasts I have lined up. Uh, I'm actually going to, when we're done here, I'm jumping right into another one pretty soon this afternoon with Alan Rudolph from the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy and Speed Sports Racing Park in uh, New Caney, Texas. Uh, Mike Rawlison and I have uh, a, a time booked for Monday. Mike, of course, from the Rawlison Performance Group, one of the leading teams in North American karting. Uh, I spoke with Matt Jaskell. He's jacked. We're going to do a, a podcast next week as well to talk about uh, his life, his racing. Here's a guy going to the Supernats who won in 1998 as an ADCC junior driver. He's going to be back running, I believe, KZ uh, this coming edition of the Supernats. And I'm going to try to see if we can't sit down with Chris Rossi from the KPX Championship as well. We're going to talk to a lot of the promoters here uh, over the next two to three weeks, right through to you know the end of December to Christmas. Talk about what happened in 2018. Then we're going to talk about 2019 as well. So Chris Rossi, uh, who's one of the uh, the leadership group of the KPX Championship in, in Northern California, we're going to sit down and talk as well. Dave, let's wrap up this first edition of This Week in Karting by talking about what's coming up on the EKN site as well. You, uh, you're hitting the road, as I said. EKN Trackside Live Coverage, our penultimate event of the 2018 Tour you're going back to GoPro Motorplex. Is it going to rain? It's going to rain. It's going to rain all day tomorrow. It's 100% uh, forecasted to rain. So yuck, yuck. not only rain, but we're talking 44 degrees as a high. So cold and rainy. Stay in the booth, my friend. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of people who skip practice tomorrow. You know, it's and I, this is wrong. I, I feel bad because I don't have it. You know, we, we don't have any EKN rain gear. We got some nice jackets. We got some great spider shirts. We're we're golden. I've never got you any rain gear. I apologize. We're gonna. I'll fix that for 2019. Thank you. I I, I have a makeshift uh, rain gear setup uh, ready to go. Uh, so we'll see how well that handles the wetness and the the dampness and the coldness and every <laughs> unforsaken yeah. thing you can think of. Uh, going into tomorrow. Thank you know. As, I, thankfully, as I said, tomorrow's Friday. Okay, sorry. They moved up the warm. Warm, uh, high temperature up to forty eight, so that, that that's good. But, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be balmy. But thank, <laughs> thankfully, Saturday and Sunday they're saying sixty three, sixty five, with only twenty percent chance of rain, mostly sunny both days. So that's that's definitely a positive. So it makes me think that tomorrow it might be just kind of a, a you know hang out and keep warm and yeah. maybe you know maybe 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 spike a few coffees here and there to keep warm. <laughs> I just I just brought up Mooresville on the on my iPhone. You're right. Yeah, low 60s for Saturday and Sunday. Sun on Sunday. What are you worried about? Uh, tomorrow's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, hey, you're probably you're probably uh, second guessing that. Was it 5:30 flight tomorrow morning? Is that what you we went for? Yeah, I, oh, yeah. That's not a. <laughs> I, well, it we, wouldn't be a bad idea it. to miss it and get a later flight. <laughs> we booked it, and you were like, "Oh man, I want to get down there early." I'm like, "Dude, listen, it's your funeral. Whatever you want to do, you, it's your wake up call, not mine." <sighs> I I commend you 
5.30, you're going to be there ready to rock, and nobody's going to go out on track. Well, I'll, I'll be at the track at probably about 10, so yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody will be out there, but we'll see. All right. Okay, so let's let's talk about some of the stuff I know you're working on. After this weekend's done, um, what do we got going? We got to rock the real preview and then jump right into Supernats. Is that essentially correct? Some of the stuff people are going to see on the site in the next week? Yep. Uh, we, I get back to the office Monday. We'll have the rock the real preview up uh, Tuesday morning as they get ready to, uh, to tackle Las Vegas and Sin City all week long. Their finals, remember, their finals end on Saturday, so... Uh, for those who are going to be watching the live timing on their their Rock Cup USA app, uh, make sure to be ready Saturday for that. Um, all next week, we'll get those those three podcasts up on Podbean and and your and uh, all the different uh, podcast links that you have for your phone. So you'll get those three apps or throw those three podcasts up. And then, hey, by the way, we're, we'll be doing our debrief podcast on Tuesday as well from from the Man Cup race. So there's another course, one coming. Of course. So. And then uh, download the app. And and then uh, Supernats preview program begins November 3 with uh, a preview of each class each day, uh, along with predictions. And of course, pretty soon coming up is the unveiling of the track layout that Supercarts USA has decided to do for this year's Super Nationals. Man, that's that's good stuff. I'll. uh... I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm going to help out with the predictions this year as well. I'm telling oh, you that now. Thanks. We haven't talked about it yet. I'm, I'm going to jump in this year. Well, listen, dude, you were so bad last year. I figured I should probably come in and, and bring my expert opinion. That's okay. When, when you go 0 for 5 in, in all of the categories, we'll be we'll be good to go. <laughs> we, we need that. We should have some kind of a like a, a scoring system. We did. On. We have one. You, know you just I mean? didn't like, want to pick the last couple was, of years because you were busy. <laughs> I was pretty busy. Um, <laughs> I think you were scared. Yeah, See, this, you just you just come up with excuses. So, wow, no, no. You know what you're scared of? Going head to head with me next year at the Battle of the Brickyard and at Cup Carts North America, the Grand National. We are going head to head. Well, we're going to have events. to come up with a third race so we can. Uh, well, we don't need to because I'll beat but, you at both, so we won't need a tie. So. Wow, that's uh, that's impressive though. I, I I like the I like the confidence, Dave. I'm impressed. Full, I like I'm it. Full of confidence. We'll see what happens though. <laughs> we'll have to do a a, a a third race like Ravenna or something like that. East Lansing. Bring it. Somewhere somewhere Bring in it. Michigan. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get full Michigan yeah. State livery and a new that's suit. Disgusting. Go. <laughs> that was a pretty good bat. Uh, what was disgusting was that battle between. Uh, University of Michigan and Michigan State this last weekend. That was pretty it's crazy. The, yeah. No. Yeah. What was that all about? State. They have no class. <laughs> wow. There it is. Hey, but I will give you the shout out right now. If you want to slam Ringy Kugler about Ohio State, you can do that. Boiler up. Yeah. Well, How was know, that? Purdue's my second favorite school. So uh, it's always good to see them win. And I'm. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't see Kugler jumping on no, to Barkin no, yet, no, all, that's no. for sure. And you know, so it, it was definitely a good weekend. A lot of Carters go to Purdue. Uh so it's uh it was no a good doubt. weekend yeah. for them. Well, David, there you go. We got our first episode of this weekend carding locked and loaded. And folks, for those of you who are, you know, really into the EKN radio network, you've got the app downloaded to your phone or mobile device. 
you're listening on your way to work or you know, heading home in the car or whatever you're doing. Maybe you're listening in the, in the garage working on your, your cart. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. We love it. Uh, you know, we'd love you to go on iTunes as well and give us a, a rating and a review. That'd be amazing for us. Of course, trying to get some more feedback in terms of what we're doing here on the EKN Radio Network. Our podcast program really starting to develop. Well, we have the, the regular EKN debriefs where David Cole and I break down the event we were just attending. We've got our industry insider talking to some of the major players in the sport. Operation Grassroots, of course, very, very big. We talked 206 racing. Uh, I've got a, actually an article, a 206 update coming up for the website. This is something new for us here this week in karting. Dave and I are playing with a couple other ideas. Concept down the road, hopefully, uh, to maybe do some live call-in shows as well. We're really excited about 2019, but this is just another step forward. This week in karting, giving you the opportunity to kind of get updated on all the major news that hit the EKN homepage over the past seven to 10 days. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>